Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. What happens with negative energy or fear is like it becomes like a deep spiral. Like you kind of go deeper in it. Anxiety, you just like it takes you on a ride. In order to break that, like really put a, a break in that spiral, just doing something really little to kind of just pull you out of it, even just for a second, you know, just like, oh, a cup of coffee sounds nice, or oh, I'm going to go stand in the garden for five minutes. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels, from brand new to burnt out, who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 hats. You'll free up so much time from day stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. One of the best decisions I've made in over 12 years of running my photo business was switching to pick time. It is beautiful. It's easy to use. It's easy for your clients to use. There's slideshows that are amazing with music you can add. There's a beautiful store with tons of products and they dynamically insert your clients' photos so they can kind of get a sense of what stuff looks like before they order. They have these incredible automations that for me, it's been a game changer. I've made more money in my photo business hands down since I switched to pick time than any other time in my business. These automations remind people of sales, do all the emailing and communicating with your clients that you might not remember to do, and they make it dead easy for them to look at their photos, share their photos, and purchase cool stuff. It is so game-changing. And since I talk about them so much, I'm here to tell you what they are offering as a sponsor of the show. Go to pick time.com that's pic-time.com, and use the code PHOTOBIZHELP. This will give any new user one entire bonus month free 
when you upgrade to a paid plan. You can often start a free 30-day trial. So whatever sounds good, you can head over to pick-time.com, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, and make this huge transformation in your business. I promise you'll love it. It is amazing. They are amazing and really helpful if you need help. Again, pick-time.com with code PHOTOBIZHELP for a free bonus month when you upgrade to a paid plan. I like this idea of us trying to talk at least once a quarter, sort of like the end of the quarter. So this is like the end of the third quarter, if you're doing quarters that way, end of September, that we could talk about the, the state of our lives. So like what's going on in our business or lives or both. That was the idea, just to kind of not have a, to have a little theme, but have it be a little loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. So we could just talk about what pops into our head, maybe allow listeners to get to know us a little better. I don't know. That was just, uh, that was the idea. I love it. Lucy goosey. Lucy goosey. That's what we're calling it. (laughs) Oh yeah. We should call it that. Lucy goosey with Audrey and Natalie. (laughs) Lucy goosey. That's a working title. Okay. (laughs) My little post-it note here. That's what I do. Working title. Well, one thing that I, I did this, uh, this is so silly. So I bought a Oculus Quest 2 VR thing. Oh, my Lord. Why, you ask? Why, Natalie, would you do this? Since you're not a huge gamer. So the workout. So I was doing, I have a Peloton bike, and I, I Peloton offers a ton of different other cool things. And I did their two-week boxing, intro to boxing. I don't intend at 40 years old to box other humans. I used to do Taekwondo, but... Like, I don't want to fight people. I just, I like that it gets me out of my head. Kind of like if you do like aerobics or something. Like, basically, it's just like someone gives you a combo, you know, like jab, cross, hook, like dip, mm-hmm. cross, you know, like you have this combo and you have to like keep repeating it. And it just, it's hard. Like you get tired so fast. I mean, if you think of like a boxing match, those rounds are just three minutes and people are dead after like two. Yep. But it's also, yeah, it's just like you really have to concentrate. You want to like do it right. And it's, it's fast and fun and you know, you can just do it in your living room. So anyway, I had done this like Peloton thing. And then I heard about how effective the VR boxing workouts were. There's this one called fit VX and it's like a subscription app that you get for the headset and they have different workouts every day. And then there's one called thrill of the fight where you're like, there's like a real person like right in front of you and you try to, you know, you're in a boxing ring, which is Can you like upload photos of like people that you <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should I patent mean... that. <laughs> and then also, I'm a budding amateur poker player. Uh, we're going to Vegas in a couple days or tomorrow, actually. And uh, I found that I love the intuitive side of poker, the the reading people part, the social part mm-hmm. of it. And there's a really cool poker VR game you can play. So it's like you feel like you're really sitting at the table. But anyway, that's just for practice. But the boxing thing. So I did, I was apologizing to you. I was like, oh my gosh, I was sweaty mess coming onto the interview a little while ago. Because I did like 15 minutes. Just, I put like a, I put like a bandana on because I get so sweaty. And then there's like these objects that come at you and you have to like, depending on what they're shaped like it's like either a jab across a hook 
mm-hmm. or an uppercut or a, or like you're fading and ducking and stuff like that. I am telling you, man, I it is such a good workout and it's so fun. It's so fun. Do you are you someone that gets motion sick? Yes. And I tried the go-kart game because I just wanted to see if I'd get sick and I got sick. Okay. You refunded it to me. So I would say okay. with, with the VR, I get zero, zero, zero sickness from the boxing stuff because it's coming right at you. There's another game called Beat Saber that's really active. I just wanted like some active options yeah. that would be motivated. Like I don't want to have that headset on for more than a little while. It's not right. me to just like sit around and do that. But I do think it's like, I mean, it is. I was excited. I've been excited for like the week since I got it to like do the workout. It's fun. Yeah. So anyway, that's just a thought. Then that's like my only, my only like qualm would be like, do you get motion sick? And if you're someone that does and you didn't for that, then that I could probably do that. They put like a, like a rating, like one, two, three or whatever. It's like comfortable, moderate. I don't know what the, but comfortable, they have comfortable games where you shouldn't, get motion sick at okay. all or or very little if you need to get used to it but like yeah i definitely get motion sickness in that kind of scenario i was really you know i mean there's yeah i'm i'm rambling but you can you can get games that don't don't do that and the exercise ones seem to be fine cuz they're kind of head on you're not moving you're not swiveling your head a lot or at all like the boxing one is head on and like okay. you're you're just in your boxing stance, so you're not moving, or the the Fit VR or XR one. I feel like that would be like a good solution too, especially for someone that maybe doesn't like to exercise, because it it kind of like distracts you from the fact that you are exercising. Yes. No. When I first, this is hilarious. When I so I got it, and I was so excited, and I did like all you know, I was trying all the things I wanted to try. So I tried like a bunch of Fit XR stuff, and then I went in a thrill of the fight to try and fight someone, and I did one fight. And I was having so much fun. I wanted to do another fight and I got my butt kicked because I was so exhausted. I was like sweating and like could barely breathe. And my partner, Harry was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I want to do it again. It's so fun, (laughs) but I can't. I'm so tired. (laughs) I couldn't do it today. I couldn't lift my, my front jab, my shoulder. I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it through this. And if it was me self-starting, like, you know, just yeah. at the gym, like do one more rep, I probably wouldn't oh, be as motivated. Yep. Anyway, I, I don't know. I think the key with staying active for me is having a little bit of variety. So, you know, like I like to occasionally go for a run or occasionally ride the Peloton or occasionally do like a mm-hmm. little yoga or something. I, I can't. The be consistent. Yeah. I just, so oh, whatever. anyway, whatever that's, my news. Well, I don't do any exercise, so <laughs> I saw you swimming off that pontoon in your IG stories. <laughs> that is true. I did jump off the boat in the middle of the lake, fully dressed. That was. Fun. I love. I love Minnesota summers. Yeah, that was a beautiful, beautiful night. Beautiful lake. That was fun. So fun. Yeah, summer is now overish. School started yesterday. That means you have more free time. Which yes, like it's bittersweet because I, you know, sad for it, and I know my daughter is not very happy about going back to school and the stress of like getting her up in the morning and then do getting homework and getting to bed on time. That's kind of I kind of like to be a little more fluid with all that, but at the same time, I definitely do so much better with routine and structure, and I feel better. 
and even yesterday, I, I mean, I sat in silence the entire time she was gone yesterday and worked on my computer, but I could start to feel like little sparks of life returning to me because <laughs> uh, it was just such a, like, I feel, I had the feeling of, you know, getting her on the school bus yesterday of like collapsing at the finish line kind of a feeling mm. and like looking around at my house and like everything is disheveled and dirty and so am I and I'm just like oh okay <laughs> you made it I made it and so now the next month is a little bit slower for me I don't have any weddings till October but I plan to unplug some and get caught up on things and just like refresh a little bit that sounds awesome it does I'm actually very excited yeah. And it's cool outside a little bit. Maybe not today. Today is pretty warm. But yeah, it's pretty warm today. But I like September. I like I like all the months from like May until November. Same. They have like a nice it doesn't get too cold. For those of you that don't know that it gets warm in Minnesota, it's actually beautiful and hot here a good chunk of the summer months. And um mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of lakes to go swimming and boating and you know if you like to water ski or wakeboard or whatever it is folks do nowadays it's fun canoe kayak just all the water stuff we get a lot of water 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 it's cool so yeah and then it gets what's kind of cool actually so i live in minneapolis and it's the city of lakes so there's a few large lakes right here in the city and when it gets cold in the winter so it starts to get pretty cold in november and then it's winter from then until about mid-April. But the dead of winter, like end of December, January, February, Ugh, everything is like in a deep freeze. Mm-hmm. And the lakes freeze enough so that like we can take the dog out on the lake, which is really fun. So there's all this real estate that previously wasn't there that now you can walk on and mm-hmm. people cross-country ski and go for hikes and do snowshoeing stuff. There's a big thing called the Loppet here in Minneapolis that's like a it's the luminary loppet. So they take ice, like, like, like buckets full of water and make these little ice candles, these lanterns, mm-hmm. hundreds, thousands of them. And they make these trails because all the lakes in the city are connected under bridges. So they make these big ski trails and you can hike it. And they have like a party on the one part of the lake where they have, you know, beer trucks and yeah. live bands and like all sorts of cool stuff. So you just put your winter boots. If you're dressed for it, this is, this is the kind of rule of thumb or whatever you call it. If you're dressed for it, it's fun. If you're not, it sucks. Yep. It sucks real quick. <laughs> it sucks real quick. Real quickly. Like you'll be fine for a minute and then it catches up to you. They also do like an art thing. Yeah. The art shanties. Yeah. That was cool. That was in the middle of a lake. A bunch mm-hmm. of little pop-up art stands and food trucks and stuff. Just Super fun. chilling on a lake. It was so minnesotan it's so minnesotan super minnesotan but again you know if you if you have the right equipment the right clothing the seasons can be really nice here i personally like to get away for a little bit in the winter i don't do as well in like too long of a stretch of a lot of cold but Mm -hmm. for the most part it's a beautiful place to to be you get to garden and see all the seasons come to life and move and i love that i love watching all of it happen I feel like it's very magical. Yeah. Yeah. January and February get a little dark. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. Just yeah. Once Christmas can. is over and the excitement of the holidays, then it's kind of like, uh. Okay. Yeah. 
That's a tough, that's a tough stretch for me too. I do, I do because this was a big, so photo business help. This was a big impetus for me to start my photo business is I wanted to be able to do something that I could either be a flexible enough to do someplace else Mm -hmm. or B be flexible enough to take time off so I could leave. And I've done both those things since I started Jennings photo, you know, 12 years ago. And two of the best winters I had as I went to Hawaii for five months. And then the following year I went to Santa Monica for five months mm-hmm. and I don't have kids and I don't own a house. So I just had, you know, I just paid my rent or whatever, but you know, it's, it's stuff like that, that like I'm really grateful for because it was very, it was a very intentional part of me starting this business. Mm-hmm. Also, I like visual art, but some of those things are important to consider, like depending on what kind of things that you want to do. And again, I was in my late 20s. So I was like, I want to go places and do stuff. And I had just lost a baby. So I didn't think that I was going to like, I was like, I'm not doing that for a while. I'm just going to go. And it was all very intentional and it worked out. So if that's you, you know, where you want that flexibility, I think, or if you live in Minnesota and you're like, how do I get out of here? You know, keep building your photo business. You can get out. It's your ticket to freedom. Kind of. (laughs) In some ways. Yeah. Yeah. The flexibility of, because usually by winter I have, I have a savings that I kind of squirrel away, live off of through the winter months because they get slow, but I'm not really sure what this winter is going to be like for me. Just been really like, I feel like I'm constantly having a midlife crisis, <laughs> oh. but not in like a necessarily a bad way. Just constantly like trying to, to be like, I don't feel like I'm there quite yet. I don't think I'm quite figuring it out yet still working on it and lately with my photo business I've been feeling like we touched on in another conversation in a creative rut kind of going through the motions doing the jobs that to pay the bills and that's really tough to do in this line of work it's tough to have this be like just a job it is for me it is maybe not for everyone well that's how I started to feel about weddings Mm -hmm. it's really hard it was something I had done so much for 10 years plus. And I was like, I'm showing up to these not with that creative energy that I used to have of like really excited to create and put the album together and do slideshows. Like I was excited to create the story of the day, just deeply excited about that. And it just got to be a job. And it it was it was um it was a really tough decision for me to to make to step away from it. But I totally get that feeling because when it becomes a job you're also being asked to be creative. So you're kind of like, you're kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I can't think of it, but you're kind of making your own art into like a, a routine. What is, what is the word I'm looking for? Yeah, no, I think like it's becoming generic and it's becoming um, commercialized. I don't know. I think I know what you're talking about. Like, and you're being asked to be creative on demand and there's expectations Obviously, from your clients, they want beautiful, unique photos. But if you're a robot, it's hard to do that. And like, I mean, the photos, I will always create good photos because I know how to do that. But what's going on inside of me maybe is not like feeling inspired and creative and new and fresh. And I get you get burned out really easily if you're doing that. So I can feel myself being pulled in that direction. Maybe I'm not fully there yet, but I don't want to go there. So I need to change something. and thinking about my business. I mean, there's so many things I do everything. I don't have anyone that helps me yet. 
that has to change. I think, I think I need to hire somebody on to take over, let go of some control and have them take over the parts of my business that I really don't want to do. Yeah. 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 Because it's killing me. And I've said this before. I mean, that two hours a week or whatever, like let's say it costs you 50 bucks or maybe it's four hours a week and it, whatever, whatever it costs you for a VA or for someone looking to start out in the business, whatever, Mm -hmm. whoever it is, it's so worth that small investment. Yeah. And another thing that I get hung up on that prevents me from doing that already is I don't have time right now to figure it out. I don't have the extra income right now to do it. Or if I, if I decide to spend money on that, then I'll have to pick up more work, but I already feel like I'm maxed out and I can't pick up more work. But like, I know that if I just got that all figured out, that it would open up more time for me and I wouldn't feel as overwhelmed and I could take on more work. Like it's, I'm in that weird spot right now where I have to just kind of take the leap, figure it out, might be uncomfortable and awkward for a little while. And I've talked about this listening back on previous, like earlier episodes. I was talking about this a lot for a while there because I was going to do it and I didn't of getting a different job for a while. And I still sometimes ponder that because if I'm going to have a job, that's just a job. It's not, I don't want it to be photography. Right. I want photography to be exactly what I want it to be. I want to do the sessions I want to do with the people I want to do them with, how I want to do it. I don't want to always rely on it for survival. I would rather go waitress and have that be what I rely on for survival than, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I technically have uh, like two jobs and that has helped a lot because I have Jennings photo, but then I do the greenhouse coaching program through here and then this, this podcast. And so I get it because there's, there's a balance there, but I also, I was just thinking about this and we've talked about this before, but I, I think it's a huge thing to consider. Both you and I, in some ways were driven to, we both were driven by financial you know, reasons like we were providing for ourselves, mm-hmm. paying our share of bills and all that kind of stuff. So having the photo business work was important for that reason. And I think you and I both, quote unquote, figured out how to get it to work and how to get clients by having likable photos that people wanted and a consistent style and a good business and all that kind of stuff. But I, the thing we talked about recently, you and I, about that creative space, like creating from your heart center, creating from your own personal magic, creating from that place that's just unique to you without the, what are other people going to think? Are people going to buy this? Blah, 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 blah. But just doing it. Like if you want to like make wallpaper out of blades of grass, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, just do it. (laughs) Like our creative like ideas are wild sometimes, but like the people that follow that generally end up finding some level of success and success doesn't mean that they're like rolling in the dough, but it might just be happiness and contentment and stuff like that. And I sometimes think about because we're already in the photo business because we figured it out and have made it work financially to a degree where it's our main job. It's much, much, much harder to like take a step back and go, what do I want to shoot all the time? Mm -hmm. And then have people come find you. Mm-hmm. because of that like being really really true to like that style and I'm not saying I'm not totally true to that like I think I I I really like portraiture and I I shoot like 
you know, we all kind of naturally shoot the way we shoot and edit the way we edit. But like, I think that's been developed over hundreds of thousands of photos over many, many years. And I just, do you get what I'm kind of saying? It's like, if, if you're listening and you haven't started your photo business yet, what if you just shot whatever you were most compelled to shoot, get off social media, or if you're on it, don't look at the stuff, just, you know, try to just be like in your own creative space, your own creative energy bubble. And, and just what do you want to take photos of, of, and how do you want to do it? And then what if people started wanting that? Do you get what I'm trying to say? I totally do. And that's exactly what where I'm at right now of like, when I started this business, financial, like making money, and it still is, obviously, was a huge driver. And so over the years, I have said yes to almost everything that's come my way. And now I'm finding I'm in a position where I'm not as authentic as I want to be. I'm doing amazing work, but I still feel like I'm a little bit off. I'm not quite there yet. I'm, I'm producing work that other people want, not necessarily how I want to do it. And that's no, nobody's fault, but maybe my own. It is. Yeah. It's not, not my client's fault or anything. And now I kind of want to reset. Like I almost want to, yeah, I just want to like pause and reset, like finish out the sessions that I have with the expectations that they already have of how the session's going to be and going forward, be very, very diligent about how I market myself and what I take on. Like very, um, yeah, I don't know if that's making any sense, but it totally is. And there's also, I think a way to do it by separating. I mean, you may even decide to have a, another brand. You know, like I, I was doing the branding dot photos thing for a long time and that was just different from Jennings photo and I showed different stuff and it was a different offer and it was totally different and it was more of a moneymaker than an artistic endeavor. Mm -hmm. And I separated it because, because of that, Mm -hmm. you know, so maybe it's like maintaining the clients and the style and the polished machine that you've worked so hard to build and then starting something else kind of on the side little by little. Yeah. Or even like, and we've talked about this, and I think maybe you kind of do this um, already, like changing my offers a little bit to where just my mini sessions are just these very standard, few good photos, kind of um, the cliche basic sessions, because it's a mini session. You can't do, get a little bit of creativity squeezed in there, but not like, and then if somebody wants something more than that, then it's a one to two hour session that I have full creative control over and it's done the way I want. And you wear what, (laughs) like you show up at the place I want at the time that I want. We're going to do it this way. We're going to be weird. You're going to lay in the water, like just all the things that I really, really just want to do. You should. And I think if you start showing that my interview with I'm going to plug the show here, but go back and listen to my interview with Fiona Margot because she's very good at that. And she's loved it. Yeah. She's great at just, this is what, so she is in the Pacific Northwest and she is very well known for beautiful family sessions on mountaintops. And she will travel to the hours to get to these places at a very specific time of day, at a very specific location. And her clients know that ahead of time. They see those photos and they're like, that's what I want. And so she says, well, this is how you'll get those photos. But yeah. you have to like, follow my 
recommendations. And I think yeah. same goes for you. You could absolutely do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to think of this stuff though, you know, cause it's not a bad thing to have a business that's working, that's profitable, that's mm -hmm. busy. That's, you know, there's, but I think right. that there has to be a creative uh, element to it that also makes us happy and fulfilled as artists. And so I think you can have both for sure. I just, you know, you have to be thoughtful about it or you get kind of lost and pulled into it. Yeah. You kind of get like the wheel gets in motion and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm on the wrong wheel <laughs> or it's yes. not quite what I want. That's kind of how I feel right now. I'm like, it's not quite what I want to be doing, how I want to be doing it, but I'm doing it. Ah, how do I, how do I change gears now? And you know, I keep saying in my head, like, oh, I'll wait till I get through this busy season and then like revamp in the winter. But I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to do it like right now. I want to change things right now. So I have to figure out, maybe have a, some conversations with some clients, see, see if I can implement some of that now to fulfill that urgent feeling. But I also, you know, made the decision in my head and it really felt good after I made this decision. I felt relieved because Money is just a thing that I, you know, have to worry about. Most adults do and providing and stuff. I have a kiddo that relies on me and I feel stressed about that quite often. But if I have to lose some money with my photo business to fulfill my soul, that's fine. I'll just go get another job part-time to fill that gap in. <laughs> yeah, it's so, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Go for it. No, I was just gonna say, and once I made that decision, I felt like a huge, like, okay, there is a solution here. Totally, totally. If you are a photographer and you live in Minneapolis or close by, you are lucky because our new sponsor, Studio Q, is offering a 10% discount on any studio rental. But you want to take advantage of this. This is my personal favorite place in the whole city to shoot. It is located in the Arts District in Northeast Minneapolis. There's photo and video studios available to rent by the hour, the half day, full day. The walls are whitewashed. The ceiling and floors are all white and bright. And there's tons of windows, tons of windows. Most of the big windows are west facing. There's amazing light. There's over 6,500 square feet of space here. There's two studios. There's two full kitchens. There's private bathrooms. I've taken my branding clients and other clients here so many times and it is always amazing. It's perfect for food photography, lifestyle, all sorts of stuff. You can use paper sweeps, tabletop surfaces, and hundreds of kitchen props. There's like a ton of stuff here and it just gets better and better. And the best part is Kristen is amazing and she will always be there to help you out if you need it. So use code PHOTOBIZHELP for 10% off any studio rental time, just go to studioqmpls.com, studioqmpls.com, use code PHOTOBIZHELP for 10% off any studio rental time. You definitely want to check this place out. It is my favorite. So you hear me talk about the greenhouse. Applications are now open. I wanted to share feedback from the last person that just finished the eight-week program. She says, this program completely transformed my mindset and renewed my passion for my business. Natalie helps you narrow your focus and identify tangible steps to work toward your business goals. I would recommend the greenhouse to anyone looking to grow both as an individual and as a business owner. That's just one person. There are so many others that have gone through various iterations of this program. It is refined and always getting better. And it is for you if you really need the help getting your business going. 
most of us buy programs and then just kind of let them sit there. We do like two modules. This has all the built-in accountability that I needed when I was going through coaching programs. And so I made sure to put it in the one that I'm offering. So there is eight weeks of help. Every week you'll get one-on-one time with me. Every week you'll get time with the group. You'll get 24-hour email support for all of the questions you have. So you're not just sitting there like, what do I do? There's so much built into this program that you don't get with your average course that you just purchased. So take the time to apply. Applications are open. Invest in yourself. Invest in your business. I promise you won't regret it. Photobusinesshelp.com forward slash apply. That's photobusinesshelp.com forward slash apply to apply to the greenhouse today and get your business on track so you have more money, less overwhelm and burnout, and more time to just live your life and enjoy it. That's photobusinesshelp.com forward slash apply. I think it's just continually reevaluating and being thoughtful about what we're doing. It's a constant evolution. You know, I worked really, really hard from day one of Jennings Photo through year 10 to like, I really wanted to do weddings. And I, you know, went for it super hard in the first few years. You remember Escape the Cubicle? Mm -hmm. But like that focus can serve a purpose. And then it doesn't mean you have to do it forever, you know? And so if you're really excited about another phase or another thing you want to try, but I was going to say, it's like the silly Nike slogan, but it's so true that just do it thing in terms of creative ideas. So I've, I've had a lot of creative ideas in my life and I find that waiting for the perfect time never is, never is the thing, you know, just like, just try it. When I started face project, which sidebar I'm considering bringing back, this was in 2013. I started my first podcast, which was like a whole other thing, but it was, I just had the advice from someone that was like, I had all the ideas. I was like, okay, what if blah, blah, blah. And I was laying it out and they were just like, well, then just do it, do a sample episode. Mm-hmm. So I just did, you know, same with Stone Minnesotan, like that whole thing, sample episode. Yep. Just made it. And it doesn't have to like take off. It doesn't have to be what you thought it was going to be, but you learn in that process of doing. So like with your clients, for example, if you're like, I want to make it different now, I mean, you've been witness to my business evolving, especially like moving away from weddings, all this stuff. But I just, I think I changed my packages and structures for portraits like two or three times in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Part of that was COVID, but you know, I was just like, what if I did this? And then the next person that inquired, I just tried it out on them, mm-hmm. you know, and th- they're not getting any less of a service from you, but right. like you're the business owner. You can do that if you want to do that. Or if, if there's a certain type of photo, you want to attract more people that are, in, you know, go through your entire catalog and just put together like a beautiful gallery of that type of session and then offer it, you know? Yeah. We can do whatever we want. I know. And I like, you get stuck in this, <laughs> You get, your mind like tricks you into thinking you're stuck in a certain way for a certain amount of time. It's like, no, I, this conversation is lighting a little fire in me. Like, no, I really can change it now yeah. because the times in my photo business, when I have had sessions and clients where I have had that full creative control, like where they really got me and I felt safe to like really just do it and be that is when I've created the best work totally. and like have, you know, 
wowed people. Not that <laughs> you should all, shouldn't always do it for that. It should be for your own fulfillment. But yeah, that's when everything felt the best. Those tend to go hand in hand, though. That's kind of what you're saying is like when yeah. you are really in alignment with mm -hmm. what you're creating, generally, that's when other people resonate with it, too, when you get mm -hmm. that, you know, and it should be easy. You know, it should be like an easy, it should come together in a way that doesn't feel like pushing, you know, a Sisyphus rock up a hill. Like it should just be, mm -hmm. it should flow. I remember when all of, you know, we, we're in Minneapolis, so COVID and the the George Floyd stuff happened very nearby my house that I used to, or my apartment that I used to live in. And the windows on my block were all smashed in. And so I asked the, uh, I think it was the neighborhood board for permission to do a mural on one of the boards, boarded up windows right next to my front door. Yeah. And from the time I decided, because I walked by it every day and it was just uh, for anyone in a city that went through some damage during that time, like it, it just felt different and you're in, you know, it's your home. And so you just want to feel like it's a little brighter. And so yeah. I, from the time that I made the decision to do a mural to the time that I told people that I was doing the mural, I ended up getting all of my art supplies donated, the permission to do the mural, the mural done in all of it. Like, and then I had a friend step forward who said, I'll print sign yard signs and stickers and stuff from this mural for you mm -hmm. and you can sell them. So from like day one to selling prints and stuff of the mural to donating all of those sales to the Lake street, like revival like the whole cleanup thing was like a week and a half. It was so easy. It was like so easy. It just like came. It was just, it felt good. I wanted to do something in my wheelhouse mm -hmm. that could help the community. And it just like, just all came together, just like a magical little moment. And I think that's when we kind of know that we're doing the right thing is when it's just easy. Yeah. So easy. I didn't have to like even, I posted it like once on Facebook and like everybody, like I sold out of everything that I had printed, you know, I exceeded my donation goal and it was just so, it was, I was like, why does this happen in my business? Like, <laughs> like why was this, why was this so Makes easy? And it does happen in my business, but it certainly didn't, doesn't happen that easy all the time. Like that yeah. was, that was like, just like not, no effort. It's like, you feel like you're being carried by everyone all at once. Oh, that is a great, great feeling. That's yeah. how my wedding was last weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. I had two weekends or a couple weddings in a row that were just like, that was so good. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, like last weekend, everything was going so well. And I, and they, it was on my birthday. That Happy day, birthday. It was it's Audrey's the, birthday month. <laughs> it was the wedding that I was looking forward to the most for the year because the couple was just so fun and cool and like totally got me. The whole day was so easy. I'm like, this was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I kept that. saying, it, I'm like, why does it feel so just hanging out, taking pictures, having a good time? And Everyone was kind of saying that as well. And I'm like, this is, it can be like this. This is good. It's the best. It's mm -hmm. the be If you're listening and you're in a place in your business or your creative endeavors, <laughs> sounds like silly, where you just feel like you're really pushing up against resistance, I think it's a good call to sort of check and see like why you're doing what you're doing. Is it because you really want to create it? Because that'll come through no matter what. Like you can't stop that train. Right. If you've ever been into anything, like if you've gone to a movie and you're like, 
you walk out of there, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to start cooking. And you just go and buy like <laughs> new pans and like all the food, like you're just cooking for like a week and then you maybe yeah. lose interest or something. Yeah. Like we've all had that like crazy creative fire where it's like, mm-hmm. I have to do this. I have to, like, have you ever like been doing a project and you're like, I have to go to Target right now. I need white spray paint. Yes. And it's like, you've, you've never yep. needed it so badly ever. Yep. Like you just need it now. It has to happen. Yep. Totally. I've been there so many times. Sounds so stupid. But like when we get in that place where we need to just get that creative energy flowing, whether it's just a project or cooking, like I said, or whatever, it's or so cleaning. silly. Sometimes yeah. you get like just yeah. down this rabbit hole of like, I really want to organize this drawer. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about it. And then you're like, yeah, just that feeling. That's a good. You're in the corner store all of a sudden. You did not yep. plan on being there, but it just took you there. <laughs> You're color coding your rubber bands. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> but I mean, I, I think I'm trying to, I'm saying all this because I think I'm trying to like really drive home that feeling for people. Like we all know what it's like when we get obsessed with like a, a project that we want to finish. And I think, I think in our businesses and stuff, it's, it's good to reevaluate every now and then. Like if, if you just, if all year you've just been hating going to shoots or you get a pit in your stomach or like mm. if you're back and forth with your clients, it's like, it's just a huge task in terms of like, they don't get it. You're having to over explain things. Like it's I definitely a call to reevaluate because there's energy and work involved. And, in, you know, like I think the things we're most proud of in life probably took the most effort uh, generally. If you ask people, whether it's raising kids or getting a college degree or whatever it is, generally, we're most proud of the stuff that took a lot of effort. And like, but the effort doesn't always have to be like, like quicksand. It can yeah. be, yes. it can be inspired effort. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, creativity, you know, can be a little bit like being on too much caffeine, <laughs> you know, it should feel that way where you're just like, I'm going to clean the house. Yeah. Sometimes it's a fun, a fun journey. And then sometimes you're like, ah, I have anxiety <laughs> <laughs> all day. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't think it's fun to be stuck in that quick Sandy place for too long. Mm-hmm. But no. Regarding the business, we ta- I noticed it right away last summer when I was like, Audrey, I took on a couple things I should not have. And they have ruined yeah. my summer. Yep. They didn't ruin my summer, but I just, it was projects that drug out for a long time and clients that were not my ideal client and shoots yep. that I wasn't particularly proud of that I didn't have fun shooting. And, and I had to step back and go like, what is it that I'm doing that's attracting this? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I saying? What am I offering? You know, what am I saying yes to? And and then kind of re redoing things, which has made a huge difference. And something that just popped in my head, like how did I get in that position and thinking about right now, like how am I in this, how did I get myself in the position of feeling this way? I think it's because I allowed fear and insecurity to make call the shots. Mm. Financial insecurity, financial fear, like fear of like not making ends meet, like gotta. Um, And that's not really a place you ever want to lead from. No, but it's also a reality that a lot of people do have to lead from. So it's tough. It's tough to navigate. In my tarot readings, I, I tell people 
if you're if you're in that place a lot, try your best to just shift your energy a tiny bit to just because what happens with negative energy or fear is like it becomes like a deep spiral. Like you kind of go deeper in it. Mm-hmm. Anxiety, you just like it takes you on a ride. You know, mm-hmm. it's you're mm-hmm. just. Mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> and in order to break that like really put a, a break in that that spiral just doing something really little to kind of just mm-hmm. pull you out of it even just for a second you know just like oh a cup of coffee sounds nice or oh i'm gonna go stand in the garden for five minutes or yep. i'm gonna lock myself in the bathroom so that no one can bother me for two minutes whatever yep. it is it doesn't have to be big but it truly energetically if you can break those those spirals whether they're anxiety spirals or whatever it and you can do that better and longer every time. It, it is a huge help, at least, to get to a place where then you're kind of neutral enough, or even feeling good enough. Sometimes it's just neutral um, to start making better decisions. You know, you definitely like want to avoid making decisions from your worst place. And if it's hard to get out of that, do your best to just you know take maybe. Take a nap if you can. If you can't, like I said, lock yourself in the bathroom for five minutes. Breathe. Just get to one Breathe notch five, better. Shower and cry. Yeah. The goal is like one notch up from where you are. And then if you can get better at that, you'll stay there longer, et cetera, et cetera. So it might be a process of a few days or a few weeks before you are like, wow, I'm noticing that I'm changing my spiral patterns or whatever. But those are the places that are better to like make big business decisions from. I think if you can get out of the full spiral or at least be in a place where you feel pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Not always possible, but the brain can really play tricks on you for sure. When you get spiral, because then you, it's hard to pull yourself out and you think that there is no way. And then it's, yeah, there's lots of things that can go bad and just, you can shift your energy really easily. For me, it's usually a cup of coffee and a slice of buttered toast. <laughs> totally. And like walking outside for a minute. Yes. I'm just like, okay, sometimes. I mean, it may not save the day, but it saves that moment. For me, it's for sure getting outside and just I'll I'll try and force myself to walk a few blocks. And if I am still feeling it, I'll keep going, you know, around the lake or something. And it's not like a workout. It's just a walk. But like my body, Natalie. whatever happens, you know, when we move our bodies, it noticeably is a a huge shift for me. And I think, yeah, it doesn't have to be like a magical solution, but it can be these little things. So I think I like that we talk about evolving our businesses because I think when you're starting out, you're, you're just trying to hit this like static point. You know, you really, you set goals, you're trying to hit like an income goal or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And I think that, sometimes you get there and you realize it's not where you want to be. Yeah. And that's okay too. Like we've had this conversation before, I think, or I've had it with somebody and maybe we can talk about it more another time, but the idea of failure in our society, always like success for a lot of people is like completing something to the very end, like till death do us part. And that is not, not success. It's not a failure. If you have to end something, it's not a failure if suddenly what you wanted is not what you wanted anymore. Yeah, we've definitely talked about this. Yeah, it's good to be reminded of it, though, because I think and it's I think what's tricky about that, we can go back to me taking uh, moving away from weddings. I might come back to them someday, but for now, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. 
it's tough to make that call when you're actually good at something, when you've developed a skill, when you're like, oh, I can do this and I can do this well and I can make a good living doing this and I'm, you know, yeah, I'm good at it, right? And and I'm not saying that to be, I'm good at what, like, it's just a, I'm just saying like, it's a skill that I know I can do and that I'm, that I was good enough at to grow a really successful business. That is the time for me personally when it's like, whoo, it's really hard to make that decision because you are pulled in by the income and you're also pulled in by the fact that you've refined this skill for so long. Mm -hmm. And I was trying my best to sort of transmute it into something else. Like I'm, I'm doing, I'm still doing a lot of portraiture and it's great and it's going fine. But I was worried that like I was leaving behind something, Mm. you know, that was really valuable or whatever, but I don't think that was the case. I think it was just, I think I wasn't happy doing it anymore and I needed to move on. So, but that's it's so hard to do that. It's so hard to just be like, but I've put all this effort in, you know, yeah. the sunken cost fallacy is really, that's why people stay in relationships. That's why it's a yeah. common fallacy, but that's kind of what it felt like. But then I realized I was still using my photo skills. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of how, where I'm at right now. Like, why would I go waitress when I know that I can make this much money doing this down the street in the on Tuesday evening at this park. Yeah. But when it's like <sighs> that feeling, but I mean, will waitressing make me feel better? I don't know. It's just, it's just something I'm going to mull over the next month or so. And, and I, I know I'll figure it out cause I always do, but yeah, there's a lot of different feelings to, to cipher through there. Yeah. 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 I think it's, it's good to get quiet and just be like, what do I want to be doing? You know, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. And maybe it is just, I think it would be fun maybe for you, maybe not, but just random suggestion to, yeah, go to go through and find some of your favorite favorites. This is something we do in the greenhouse, in the greenhouse. Yeah. the green. Applications are open. I'm probably going to put an ad in here somewhere for it, but photobizhelp.com forward slash apply. Change your life. Go to the What's that? So if you want to change your life, go to the greenhouse photographers. It has been really cool. Thank you. And it has gone really well and it's been refined over a few years. So it's been cool. But one of the things we talk about is doing a really authentic, ugh, that word, but you get it, portfolio review and going through and finding the best of the best. Like if you could only show your stuff to, you know, like your best to somebody, you know, what would that look like? And why are you drawn to that work? Mm-hmm. You know, really finding the stuff in your in your collection from years and years and years ago up until now that you really love. It's a great exercise because a lot of times the stuff that I love the most is stuff that I shot a long time ago. Yeah. Not always, but often. Yeah, that is. a. And, and so maybe for you, it's like doing a little review and then, you know, it doesn't take long to throw a 24 image gallery together on a private page on your website and just see what it looks like and see if that's something you want to offer people, you know, see if it hits differently. Right. Yeah. I do feel like my Instagram, I, I kind of, I really, what I show is like the stuff that I really love and that really I love your Instagram. Enjoy. Yeah. Cause I've been, and lately I've been Audrey sharing Nicole photography. Stuff. Audrey Nicole photography, the one in Minnesota, not the one in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then when it comes to booking sessions, I I find myself doing the exact same thing. So I'm like, okay, I gotta 
break my habits here a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, maybe we should just uh, wrap this one up. Sure. I'm going to go change my life after this conversation. <laughs> That's how Me I feel. too. I'm excited. This is a good one. Well, yeah, I love having these conversations. And I think it's really fun to be thoughtful. And it's important to be aligned about what we're creating, you know, not get too far from being creative at s- in some part of our business. You know, we can do like many sessions are a kind of just exercise in the skill of portraiture. They're not necessarily, like you said, super creative. And there's not a lot of room for that. But right. that's okay. It doesn't mean you have to trash mini sessions and not offer them anymore. Right. But it's just important to make sure there's another outlet. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like mini sessions are more of a service that you provide for a client. Like they have, they yeah. want photos of the family for their, their holiday card or the kids each year or whatever it is. And then, you know, the more big creative things are also a service to the client, but it's more of like a creation of art that you also are doing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's like your signature stuff. I think that's a great distinction and a good place to kind of leave it. But um, follow Audrey on Instagram at Audrey Nicole photography I'm at Jennings Photo and at Photo Biz Help. If you're interested in the greenhouse, all the links are going to be in the show notes, but you can go to photobizhelp.com forward slash the greenhouse to read all about the eight week intensive with me, photobizhelp.com forward slash the greenhouse. Or if you know that you just want to apply because applications are now open, go to photobizhelp.com forward slash apply. Audrey and I will be back. We're here every Wednesday. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any feedback for the show, send it on in, natalie at photobizhelp.com. And uh, have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks, Audrey. Yeah, thank you. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year. A quick reminder, head to pick-time.com, use the code photobizhelp, jump on this offer, you get one free bonus month. This is the best decision I've made. I hope you give it a try. Picktime.com with code photobizhelp. Don't forget to head over to Studio Q MPLS to grab that 10% discount on a studio rental. Use code photobizhelp. This is definitely a studio you want to check out. StudioQMPLS.com. Use code PHOTOBIZHELP at checkout for 10% off your rental.